Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the most average podcast ever. (laughs) It's Zach. You gotta know, I'm not just some guy. Brennan, that is the voice of an angel. And the news. Brennan, I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. All right, another edition here, Zach and the News Podcast. And guess what, folks? It's volume number 28. I like to call it the Burt Blylevin edition. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. And the News. I did not tell you who my athlete was going to be at 28. The obvious one, I think, uh, is out there still, but Burt Blylevin is the uh, I I disagree with you. I mean, actually, I now I'm on it. It is the Burple I live in, <laughs> but I was going to go with a Chris Dishman. Wow, because that's a good one too. I, old school. I'm wearing my Houston yeah, Oilers cap right it. now. That, one of the best cornerbacks of all time. Yeah, no, I went with Burt Blylevin. I told you before we went on you the win. air. I have like the RBI baseball '92 version of this. He threw sidearm in that game. It was amazing. Burt Blylevin. That is the nose, by the way. At Spencer Nose on Twitter, my I, partner in crime here every week for the podcast. I could literally do a podcast about that RBI baseball game by itself. So good, I am, right? I am a trained soldier. All star teams. Andre Dawson was in there. Like there was some really I good mean, players. Jim Rice. There's yes. some, yeah, we could go on and on. I know. I mean, I, I played with the Mets because I was a diehard Mets fan. Of course. And there's just nothing better than the Doc Gooden to Bob Ojeda and finish Bob it. Bob Ojeda. Yes. Well it was really good, dude. Yeah, those really are the good, good old days of video games. Now they're just too expensive, and you got to have a certain this and Xbox that and PlayStation this. I like just having a Nintendo or Sega Genesis and just riding out with that. We talked last week, NHL 94, 95, one of the greatest video games of all time. And if you've not played, if you're young and you've never played that, honestly, shame on you. If you play video games now, yeah, the graphics are better and the dudes talk now and you can play their lives out from high school to, you know, college to retiring, nothing like playing an all-star game of RBI baseball, 91 or 92 and NHL 95. Those were the games. Anyways, that's... You just uh, turned 40, and I just uh, turned 40, and God, you just sounded like it. So old. Oh, my God. But those are the the new games. They're they're too graphic for me. They're too graphic. They talk to you. You can interact. I don't want to interact. I want to play my game. Could you imagine back in the day when we were kids, and we were playing RBI baseball against each other, and we had a headset talking to each other? No, no. No. The shit talking that would happen during that would be fantastic. I guess that's what they do now also, right? When they put the headphones on and all that stuff. I, I haven't worn headphones to word video games ever. I don't even know what that's like. I have never done it myself. I think it came with the Xbox my wife bought me. and All I use the Xbox for is to watch Blu-ray like Peter Pan with my, my son. 
Like right. Beauty and the Beast. Right. Like that's what goes on my right. Xbox. I don't even own a video game. I don't think in my garage I have a hooked up Sega Genesis. Unbelievable and setup. Been, right, and you know about this. And I have a hooked up Nintendo yep. or, original. I don't. You even, have the gun for Duck Hunt. You have all that there. I've seen I, it. I do, and I have literally ever since I have never gotten past basically those those systems. Like. You know, a, a little bit of what PlayStation back in in Old college, school, first yeah. PlayStation, original, yeah. right? Yeah, but other yeah. than that, I I love. I'm nostalgic. I go back to my old school thing and just you know watching Daryl Strawberry hit a home run out of the screen on an RBI baseball makes Bob me Ojeda. happy. Bob Ojeda, <laughs> what a great reference! We did not plan on this for no, our podcast. Not at no. all. Not at all. By the way, this podcast was supposed to be the Mark Hockman versus Channing Crowder Fantasy Food League Round 2. We did get to one of the restaurants. We did not get to the second one. Why? Because we don't know how to read on the World Wide Web of when a restaurant opens and closes. And for now, a couple weeks in a row, we have tried to go to a restaurant on Monday and found out closed Monday. Fool me once. Okay, you fooled me twice on the shuck. We'll check from now on. Uh, that's it. <laughs> right. We got to do our due diligence and check because if we would have switched up the restaurants, we would have gotten both in and this would have been the podcast for it. I wish but you never told me that. That one upsets me yeah, because yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a planner and I really wanted Horrible to get this way. On on I know yeah. you're leaving town. We're doing this a day that's early. Right, that's right. So our opportunity was uh, open and closed very quickly. Our opportunity. That's okay. To get we'll to just the keep the fans lingering. Listen, we're going to talk sports on this podcast. Uh, we'll get back to the fantasy food league next week. We'll have both restaurants in. It is Shuck and Dive for Channing Crowder versus Tucker Dukes for Mark Hockman. Mm. We have went to one of those two restaurants. We'll get to the second one before the next podcast goes through. All right, but besides all of that. Uh, there is a huge thing going on in the sports world right now. It is NBA free agency, and uh, a lot is going on. A lot still to kind of figure out. Uh, as of right now, when this podcast is being taped, right afterwards, something could change. But as of right this second, Kawhi Leonard's still looking for a home, whether it's going to be Toronto or one of the L.A. teams, or if he shocks the world and goes somewhere else, which I don't think is going to end up happening. Um, it's funny because... Years and years ago, when I say years and years ago, I say 2010 when LeBron was making his decision, uh, when he did his show with Jim Gray, when he was going to, when he told the world that he's taking his talents to South Beach, it changed the entire dynamic of the NBA. And I feel like it's almost happening again with Kawhi Leonard because if he stays with Toronto, Toronto's the best team in the Eastern Conference and the favorites to win the East. If he goes to the Lakers and and makes this big three with the Lakers, with Anthony Davis and LeBron, it changes the dynamic of the NBA for them probably to be the best team in the NBA and the best out of the West. One decision from one player changing so much. When it's said and done with Kawhi Leonard, he plays where, says the nose. I'm just hoping not the Lakers. And I don't really, you know, I don't want to say I don't really care but right now, the NBA is doing something beautiful. And what is beautiful is called parody. And if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, he kills what I think the NBA has put together, which is an unbelievable parody. Right now, you have superstars spreading their wings a little bit with your boy Jimmy Butler coming down to That's right, right yep. down here. We'll get into you that. have yep. really good teams in the NBA right now, okay? And with one decision... The Lakers will now be the new Golden State Warriors. Of course, I, I mean you see now that Andre Iguodala is going to end up in in the lake with in the Lakers. La La Land, hundred percent. Once he gets bought out by Memphis, okay. it'll end up happening. That's a yeah. done deal. Yeah. So what you see is this: if Kawhi signs with the Lakers, it is of my opinion that they will have the first, second, and third best players 
in the NBA. It's hard to debate that, especially it, with Durant out for the season. Well, there yes, you go. Yes. Now, Durant would have been in that conversation. Sure, and I, sure. Yes, I much respect to Steph Curry. Uh, he's right in that conversation. But overall, you know, I still think LeBron's the best player in the world. But fine, if you think he's a little long in the tooth, then fine. Kawhi has proven by himself to do it with two different back. teams. Yep. My God. So if you put those, and then Anthony Davis is a special, special player. Uh, a lot of people don't know much about him or, you know, because he wasn't in the uh, prime market. Oh, but we're going to all learn a lot about his, you know, 30 and 17 and yes. seven block games yep, yep, yep. every night. So if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, I think you all of a sudden have maybe the best team ever assembled. No disrespect to the Heat and or Golden State for their runs. But those three players, I don't even know what it's going to look like because it's going to just be ridiculously silly. Yeah. It's going to be Rondo. It's going to be Iggy. It's going to be all kinds of veteran players playing for the $1.5 million minimum, whatever it is. If you build it. And and it's going to end up happening. Everyone's like, oh, who are they going to put together on a team? You got Kuzma still there, so he's, he's a good player. Oh, my God. The team is going to be sick if this happens. If it doesn't, they're still going to have a really good team. Lakers still going to be a top team in the Favored. West. Yeah. Because and, 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 Golden State obviously is very hurt. Durant left. Clay's probably going to at least miss half the season, if not more than that. And you're going to go into the season with D'Angelo Russell, Steph Curry, and Draymond, which is still a pretty good trio to have, but not the best in the Western Conference. No. And, you know, Here's how I think about it. You're right. If You said it earlier. If Kawhi stays in Toronto, they're going to be probably the odds-on favorite to win in the East. Sure. But you still have Milwaukee. You still have Philadelphia, who just signed Big Al, which is a perfect fit for what the culture that they need. You got the Celtics still in the game with Kemba. You got the Heat now with Jimmy Butler, and God knows what they're going to do, you know, with all these rumors of Beal. We'll see. Sure, we'll okay. see. We'll see. But the, still, the point is, is that there are... Really good teams on both sides, but he, this one player, could just say, "All right, NBA, it's just going to be the lake, sh- you know, the lake show, and uh, that's it." Because, oh, I'll tell you, no one's going to beat them. I don't even chemistry doesn't even matter. They'll they'll figure it out. They're just so damn good. Well, that's what happened with the Heat in 2010. It was like, well, you're going to put LeBron and Wade together on the same team. They're basically the same player. They need the ball in their hands. They need to score. And Bosch is a good three guy, but he was the number one option in Toronto. What do you do there? They started off, I think, eight and seven or nine and eight in their first 15 or 17 games of the season. And it was like, Pat Riley needs to coach his team. Spolster needs to be fired. It's never going to work out. They ended up that First season losing to Dallas in the finals, and then they won two straight, and then they lost to San Antonio in that fourth year. If they struggle out the, the the gate, the Lakers, if they do get Kawhi and they struggle out the gate, who cares? If they make the playoffs, it's the same thing I've said on this on my show with Joe Rose for the last four or five years. Tell me who could beat the Warriors at full strength in a seven-game series. Who's beating them four out of seven times? This year, different story. Kevin Durant was out. Uh, Clay got hurt. They were not at full strength. Toronto had a little bit of the advantage because the best player in the world played for their team and not the other team. If Anthony Davis, Kawhi, LeBron, Kuzma, and Rondo are starting for a team in the NBA. Best starting five I think I've ever heard in my life. It's possible. You have three of the top five players in the NBA. Someone argue me. I mean, what are you talking about? It's the top three players. Kawhi Leonard just won a championship by himself in Toronto. Yes, he had a nice little, you know, give some fan fleet some credit. Uh, You know what I mean? No, no, no. There were good players on that team. Kyle Lowry woke up during those finals. With the Spurs, we're talking about the best player in the NBA. That's right. And then LeBron James is still LeBron James. He could score. He'll do whatever he wants. And then you're just ending the brow. I, I can't. I, 
it's bad. Oh, God, it's bad for the sport, in my opinion. If you're a Laker fan, of course you're going to love it. You're going to have the best time of your Did life. Did you think it was bad for the sport when Durant signed with Golden State a couple years ago? I despised ago. that move. Okay. I'm, so I'm pretty accurate Were on... Were you pissed off when... Well, I mean, you're a Celtics fan, but take that Celtics out. Were you pissed off as an NBA fan when the big three came together down a- here for the abs- Heat? Abs- oh, for down here for yes, the Heat? for the Heat. Oh, that's a tough one for me. Um... No, for some reason I wasn't. You uh, still had your big three in Boston, that's why. Right, but we we grew that a little bit more organically. I, LeBron decided to go and join two um, superstars to make a super team, and he's one of the very first. To, but that's not that much different than Boston. You had Paul Pierce there; he was your hometown guy. You drafted him, you groomed him. He was an all-star player for your team. You got Garnett on a, a trade from Kevin McHale, who just basically threw in the towel, and then Ray Allen came. We traded for him, though. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I thought it was good GMing, but yes, I have my No, I mean, listen, he, he, it was a decent it, GM job also, but... Some, they didn't make the decision to all get together and then and go... Then, and, and then go with it, probably with that decision LeBron was made changed a year the game. before LeBron that, changed yes. the game on that, you know, but... Oh, listen, ask any, any Miami fan in South Florida around the country when that ESPN News... Uh, interview three days before the decision was made by LeBron when Wade and Bosch were talking to Mike Wilbon on ESPN News saying, we're both going to play in Miami. I thought that was it. There's no way I thought LeBron was coming also. And I thought, wow, maybe we can win a championship with Bosch and, and Wade. Like, this is going to be unbelievable. LeBron's going to stay in Cleveland, and maybe he's going to bring Carlos Boozer with him or someone there. There is no chance in hell I thought LeBron was coming down here. The, the difference for me on the Durant, and I just loathe Durant, so that's a, just a part of the show, I guess. It's just I just do, is that he decided to go to that team after that team. Won 73 games or 74 games. Which is a yeah. record in the NBA. So he went, you're the bet, one of the best top three players in the world, and then you just joined the, the team, team that the beat you in the playoffs. They just beat Oak City. I just, there's something about that move that really upset me. And quite, you can't beat him, join him. And quite honestly, if Kawhi does this, it's his right. Of course it's his right. But um, I just don't think it's something that he's, I don't think he's going to sign with, uh, with, with, with the Lakers, even though that's what all the rumors are saying. Maybe I just don't want to believe it. But I think he is the guy that goes and tries to beat the super team. He did it twice. He's a dynasty killer, this guy. He's a dynasty yeah. killer, the Heat and, and the Warriors. That's right. And so if he takes his talents to the Clippers and then they get it, you know, they, they build around him there. Or if he stays in Toronto again, overall, I just think it makes a fascinating NBA season because golden state with clay out and hat bringing in Russell. And they're saying they may trade him. They're not the dynasty anymore. We have no dynasties. You still have, you would still have LeBron and Anthony Davis, which I still think is the kicker. I still think they're going to win it or be right there. But if you add Kawhi, I think it's game over, and I don't want the NBA to be game over. I want every team to sort of have that chance. This is the perfect timing for NBA parity, and this one strange dude... Is gonna is gonna dictate everything over the next couple of years in the NBA. I think he is gonna resign in Toronto, and he's gonna sign a one year deal with an option, and then we're gonna be doing this again next season. Yes, and next summer after the season's over, if maybe Toronto gets back to the championship, or maybe they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, whatever it is, I feel like this is gonna happen again next year with Kawhi. There's not a great free agent class next summer. Kawhi would be obviously the number one guy every year if he came out outside of a Durant this year, but he was hurt. Um, 
He's holding the NBA hostage right now, and if I was Kawhi, I would do the same thing. What, a one-year? Yeah, I would do a one-year deal yeah, with, a, with an could, option. He could sec- I mean, he's going to be a wealthy man, but you never know with his injury. Pa- sure, okay. Know, That's possible, I would, too. I would go for the guarantee, you know, just explosion. But what if he's not re- What if he doesn't know where he wants to go? Because if it's not the Lakers, it's a hard decision because he is from Southern California. So going to play for the Clippers would be going to play basically for your hometown team. He went to San Diego State. I think that's where he went to college. So going to L.A., would be, I'm going to play at home. Toronto, he just won a championship. Do you know how hard it is? I don't, I mean, it's like unprecedented for a guy to win the championship, be finals MVP, and then leave that team to go to another team and sign a five year deal. Did he enjoy living in Canada? Because let me, let I don't me, know. Let me tell you, I was just there uh, a few weeks ago. That's right. And Canada's a little different. It is. So is Kawhi. You don't use the U.S. dollar there. Okay? I know, you know. It's like Monopoly money. And, I know. I've seen it. I know. It's a great rate, by the way. To, to live to live in Canada and to take the contract in Canada financially is one thing. But I believe Lou Williams of the Clippers, sixth man extraordinaire, came out with a statement a few weeks ago stating, man, when you're in Toronto, those fans are great for a while. But then all of a sudden you're there for two months and three months. And his line said, I just wanted to go home. Because it's different, you know. It there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of European feel there. Tim Hortons. It's just not tons of Tim Hortons. <laughs> if you don't know what Tim Hortons is, it's just McDonald's, but uh, for, but for Canada. That's right. Breakfast sandwiches. Uh-huh. Yeah, big time. So yeah, if you know, we don't know Kawhi, but if he want if he wanted to be out because he just didn't like his quality of life outside of being in that court. He's going to go to L.A., and he's going to pick one of the two, and I'm just hoping it's the Clippers. Yeah, if it's the Lakers, it is going to change everything around the NBA for the next couple of years because uh, then LeBron doesn't have to be the guy fully. He could just kind of not take a step back, but he could, could take a step back if he wanted and let Anthony and just Kawhi do everything, and he could just be the facilitator. Like, he always really wanted to be Magic Johnson, not Michael Jordan. He always wanted to be like a Magic Johnson type. That's always been him. That was his biggest thing here in 2010 when they lost to the Mavericks in the finals. Stop being Magic and start being Michael. Can they just make him a point guard for the I mean why yes. right he will be like right. even Rondo might be on the court but he's going to be taking the ball up that's why I don't think Rondo's a good fit there because I think all you need on that team if Kawhi does sign and we're talking talking hypotheticals Kawhi signs Anthony Davis is there LeBron is there Kuzma's there I'm legitimately at that point signing every shooter left available in free agency. Anyone that could Kyle shoot the Corver, three. Kyle come on Corver, in. you're in. Yes. You want to bring Ray Allen out of retirement, you're in. Like, anyone who wants to play that could shoot. Carmelo Anthony, he's definitely going to take the one-year deal there for 800000 or a million uh, four, whatever it is. The are idiots if they sign him They're and bring that drama. Ju- it's a total drama. LeBron move there. Of course Bring in is. my buddy. He was on the banana well, let boat. Let me get you a ring. He can shoot. <laughs> Don't have to play defense. We'll win the game 142-130, and we're good. Hashtag, he was on the banana boat. Hashtag banana boat brother. That's exactly what it is at that point. All right. More free agency stuff uh, happened. Obviously, if we're talking Kawhi, that's the number one guy. Number two guy would be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant goes to Brooklyn. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit shocked by that because he left a lot of money on the table by leaving Golden State. And not just that, took a little bit less money in, uh, in Brooklyn to sign his buddy DeAndre Jordan. Like, I can understand... LeBron, Bosch, and Wade all going, listen, we can't take 21-7. We got to take 19-4. Why? Because we want Mike Miller and Udonis here. We need two other guys that will solidify the, 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 the starting lineup for my team. DeAndre Jordan, to me, even though they're best buddies, as I'm learning now through free agency, and Kyrie Irving signs there also. Brooklyn setting themselves up for next season to be the team to go against the super team in L.A. if they do build that. That would be one hell of a finals to watch. Uh, But it's a weird move to me to go to Brooklyn 
uh, for Kevin Durant. It's just not a Kevin Durant type of move. He went from Oklahoma City, which was a really good team that challenged for the NBA Finals. Golden State's the team that you know kind of took them out. Then he goes to Golden State, wins a couple titles there, and then boom, he's Brooklyn bound. A little surprising to me. His personality, Kyrie Irving's personality. Perfect for Brooklyn. Or is it for the New York area? Really, with that media? I uh, know we're, we're gonna we're gonna separate New York from okay. Brooklyn. All right, okay, fine. I just feel like, of course, what do I know? But God, they both. Well, we know Kyrie's weird. Well, you know, you're a Celtic fan. We'll throw it out there. You have dealt with Kyrie for this last year, two years. One where basically you didn't have him on the team, and you almost went to the finals. And another one where he was on the team, and it was a total disappointment last year. Say la vie. I mean, listen. Much respect. Okay, the signing of Kyrie Irving for Brooklyn is huge. It just puts them on the map a lot more. And, yes, I have an unpopular opinion about the Durant signing. Of course, it's just like this Durant theme of my... But I know how great he is, and I get it. But there is a time when players slow down because they've got so much mileage under their legs. Father time gets to everybody. 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 There's very few people like LeBron James who just could last a lifetime because he's just built differently. He's but a robot. We've all known that. It's Kawhi. He's a robot. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I know how good Durant is. He's a top five player. Shoot, two years ago, I think he's a top three player. That being said, he's getting paid a shit ton of money right now to sit out a year and rehab an Achilles, right? $40 million basically. That is what it is. It's the yeah, Achilles, it's right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Achilles, yeah. That injury is no guarantee when he comes back that he is just right back to Kevin Durant that we remember from Golden State and Oklahoma City. It's just not a guarantee. A damn well guarantee he'll be good. Don't get me wrong. But he's had injury issues in the past. And, yes, they'll fill seats. And all of a sudden now Brooklyn Nets are apparently the cheapest ticket is $4,000 for, for a season ticket. Uh, you know, of course. Who doesn't want to see that team play now, especially if you're in New York? I just don't think that they're going to be you, – it's hard to – they'll be a top-four team. I just don't see them coming out of the East next year uh, immediately. Uh, maybe they'll build towards it because it's going to be the first year that I, Irving and, uh, uh, and Durant are playing together. Sure. And I'm sure they're going to have a decent team around them. But the East is pretty darn loaded themselves. Yep. And, yeah, maybe they'll give it a good run. So now we're getting to the point where I think they could really make their realistic run is when Durant is 33 years old. So that would be 2022? Yes, 2021, 2022. All right, so they're making this signing to make their big run for 2022. A couple years from now. Okay. Not a big fan of it. Yeah. Okay. But you you had had to understand that if you did want Kevin Durant, you knew you are paying him $40 million next year to do nothing, to rehab, no matter what team you are. Yes, no matter I, what team you are, if you wanted Durant, if you were the Knicks, you were the Nets, you're the Lakers, you're Golden State, you're the Heat, you're Boston, whoever it is, if you had the money to sign him, you knew you were signing a four-year deal and you're only getting three years out of him and you're giving him $40 million to sit on his ass. Yeah, no, and, rehab. and I respect the move that, the, that Brooklyn makes. But you I, have to make that. That's it. You do. I just, I'm skeptical about how good he is and explosive he is when he comes back after that injury. We all saw the close-up. We saw the pop. He's out for a whole year. You're not going to see that guy for a whole year. So this is just mother time is not on his side, and we're just going to see. I mean, financially and from, you know, you can look at it different ways. From financially, and if you're a Brooklyn fan, you're ecstatic with all these moves. Of course. I'm not doubting that at all. I just don't know if they're going to be good enough and what kind of team is around them. And 
God knows what Kyrie Irving's going to be like after next year because I just saw a mental head case, and I was very happy to see him go. It's he, crazy, too. Crazy he's the best, for that. He's the best scoring point guard not named Steph Curry in the league, and he could be right up there with him, and there's just something very missing from that man, and leadership is one of them. Uh, I just feel like with all the trimmed beards and all the millennials and all the Brooklyn... The hipsters. Thank you. Oh, that's the word you're I think he's for. just a... Pr- that was exactly I know it was, yeah. Uh, I think he's a perfect fit. He's a hipster. And I feel like yeah. Durant's... I don't even know what his personality is. I just, I just don't like it, but he's also good for there. Uh, but again, no matter, what, no matter what you do in New York, I'm from New York, and that is a Knicks city. Is it still... It is a Knicks. Oh yeah, it just doesn't change. Mm. It just doesn't change. There's generation so bad for so oh, long, so bad for so long. They the left, struck out on Durant. I mean, John Starks ain't walking through that door. Taj Gibson, Trent Julius Tuck- Randall, oh, Reggie God. Bullock, yeah. Bobby Portis, and I hate. And uh, what, what's the kid? The Alfred Payton just signed. Also, I know they're on like two year deals. I with still don't options. like it. What a shitty start to free agency for the Knicks. You should have just kept the money and, and saved it for next year and gone over it again. It's, it's a, That's why everybody got a two-year deal with a one-year option. Every one of these guys are on one-year deals. Really like the Randall except for Julius Randall. Yeah, no, no. He's on a three-year deal with a two, Loved it. two years then an option. Yes. Loved it. It's Zion Light. That's what I look at. It Zion is, Light. It sure is. It's Zion who can't jump. Right. Um, so overall, you know, I think that Brooklyn won. I do think they won free agency. Of course. I just... But more on a um, more on a level where the franchise is going to be very healthy. They're going to be profitable. You know, for a business move, I you know I love it. I just don't know what it's going to look like next year. And normally, it takes a, another year to get fully gelled. I just don't think they're going to come in and win the win the East next year. Just like like that, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out the way you'd want. I mean, with the Heat when they got their guys together. Uh, you just hope that it came together. Same thing with like Golden State. You kind of knew what you were going to get. And Durant signed with them also. You knew that were they going to win 80 games? No. DeAndre Jordan ain't Chris Bosh, too. He is right. not. He is right. Out of all the big threes that have been put together over the last, whatever you want to say, years, that's the What's worst. What's he going to look like in 2021? Oh, my right, God. Right. What does he look like now? I, I, I agree. He played for the Knicks last year. I mean, it was they, terrible. They have a nice nucleus, though. So I, I will give them credit. They're, they're, things are exciting in Brooklyn, and things are really crappy for the Knicks. That being said, I don't mind the Knicks not making that Durant deal. I'm getting very, very unpopular. Uh, people don't think my opinion's very good on that one. But I, I, again, think you're getting an aging star when he comes back. A guy that's on the backside of his career. Yeah, probably. Probably, uh, probably at that point. All right, so uh, real quickly, too, Boston gets rid of Kyrie Irving and gets Kemba Walker. Love it. Really? Yeah. You're happy about that, right? Of course I'm happy okay. about that. I think I just we we the Celtics did a little swappy right there. Terry Rozier goes to uh uh Charlotte and Kyrie goes to like the, it was like kind of a three-way trade at that point. Right. Um everything about Kemba though is everybody that you read and hear says he's the ultimate teammate, the okay. ultimate leader and that know. is the dead opposite of Kyrie. I was very, very sad there for a second thinking that the Celtics were going to do nothing and just get lost, and that really scared me. Now they got um, Inez Cantor, who is a very good offensive player but is literally, statistically, the worst defender uh, for a big man. So How good of a defender was Horford? 
really good. Okay, because that, that's a comparison, I guess. Yeah. You could say, yeah. you lost Horford to no. Philly. We like, lost, yeah, okay. that's, a, that's an L, right. but that's why we get paid, I think it's two years for $10 million for Canner. No, of course. Right, yeah. versus... 109 a, over four years, yeah, a little correct. difference, yeah. So, you know, listen, the Celtics need a few big men or they're not going to be able to compete, so they're, they're not done yet, I hope. Um, but overall, if you're asking me, I think the Celtics did a, you know, did a nice job getting Kemba in there and let Kyrie go because clearly he was a poison to that locker. Room. He was. It's obvious. Guy hates point. charity from all the stories that are coming out. Kyrie, I mean, really? He is some spe- something special. You can't can't you picture in your mind Kyrie right now sitting in like a little coffee shop in Brooklyn talking about the Earth is flat, drinking a kale like smoothie, one of those, what, what, with like a straw hat on, you know, like so, something some hipster type of thing. I'm not making fun of hipsters. I'm making fun of Kyrie at this point. You can make fun of hipsters. Okay, too. I'm making fun of hipsters. Yeah. Um, I could just see that, yes. like a, with a like little some fake glasses shop. on. Yeah, like purple glass. Like what kind of hat am I talking? What's the hipster hat called? They. Uh, uh, Come on, the ones uh, I'm not going to come it's up. Not with. like a fedora, is it? Is that what it is? Maybe it's a fedora. I think you got it. Okay, that's exactly. Even what if I'm... it's not, it sounds good. To say yeah, that. yeah, fedora yeah. is a good word to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see him day. talking at a coffee shop with some random dude yes, there. He's perfect. Who for... smells like patchouli oil and literally is? They're talking about how the Earth it really is flat. And that, like, Columbus never really, you know, you know, he wasn't the first guy on the earth. Like, something like that. Yeah, talking about Drinking plant, smoothies, like pl- kale smoothies. Plant-based burgers only. Yeah, like the Whopper that's not really meat. Yeah, like, that's exactly that's, the conversation. Kyrie's home. He's downloading home, music, man. Downloading music on their He's phone. He's home. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all right, so Philadelphia, the other Eastern Conference team that did anything, they signed Al Horford to a big deal. Great um, signing. Yeah, and I'm very good, for that locker room. It's good bitter. because and they but they got rid of Jimmy Butler and they gave to Tobias Harris a monster, monster max deal. They had no choice. They had. They to, gave right? so much for him. All those draft picks, they gave up a ton for him. So they yeah. had no choice. They decided to say we're going to give Harris the deal, and who knows what happened with that. And Butler. they pick up Jay, uh, Josh Richardson from the Heat because Jimmy Butler did get traded down here. Nice player. That's a good player right. for Philly. Also, uh, it, it, maybe a younger version of Jimmy Butler to a point uh, up there. Uh, so it, it's an interesting. It's interesting what Philly did in this offseason because they knew they would lose a guy or two. They, they lost up, Reddick as well. Yeah, Reddick goes to New Orleans, which is that's going to be a fun team to watch. By the way, real fun Pelicans. They might lose fifty games, but they're going to be a fun team to watch. Oh, I think they're. Sneaky yeah. good, man. That's another Lonzo ball. Going back yeah. to that conversation of like, you know, you, the parody, like Utah's awesome. Okay. Denver, like Utah did amazing things. Okay. Then you have Denver, who's got the Joker. They're really good. Murray Young, really good team. And now you're even adding to the, the Hornets to the mix after that trade and getting Zion. The West, if Kawhi could just I stay know. away from the Lakers. I, I mean, NBA. Is on this re- fantastic. We're not. Yeah, we're in this right now. This moment where we're pay- putting this podcast, and hopefully, will it, it'll be on the uh, the the wave. You know, where people could access it before Kawhi signs. But please, Kawhi, the NBA is in your hands. It could be, be- the NBA is fantastic, fantastic right? if That's he doesn't it. sign with the Lakers. No, no, I agree. I agree as well. All right, so we talked a lot of free agency here. Uh, the, the Jimmy Butler to Miami. We'll end with that. I think it's good for Miami uh, for one reason, one reason only. If you don't have someone on your team to recruit players, you don't get anyone else. And Pat Riley knows that. I don't know if Jimmy Butler is the right guy to bring in to do that, but you need something. And the Heat were in la-la land when it comes to what's next season going to look like. Exact same shit as last year. You're going to go 41-41. and 41. You might make the, the playoffs as an eight seed. Jimmy Butler gives them a little bit more, even though you gave up a little bit for it. Hassan Whiteside, good riddance. 
have fun in Portland. You'll have a great time out there with, with your shooters. And you need a fresh start just like we need a fresh start from you anyway um, as a Heat fan down here. My but. least favorite player in the NBA. Hassan Whiteside. Least favorite player. I've been okay. to a few games where I've seen him up and close. And that guy, I would want nothing, nowhere near my team. Yeah, I'm just glad he's gone at this point. Because what a gr- Patrick Riley. Yeah, it was his worst. First off, Pat Riley's worst signing since he's been here with the Heat. Probably one of the worst moves he's made since he's here with the Heat. But like the peripheral uh, gun to your head type of situation, he was in that day of free agency. If you don't sign him right then and there, Dallas comes in, swoops in, gives him the hundred million. You lose Hassan. He goes on to get twenty and fifteen in Dallas. Riley looks like an idiot. Plus, at that point, you probably gave Wade. Two years, $60 million, and did the Kobe treatment to him. He gets ripped for that because Wade doesn't play 82 games. Riley was in the worst position possible, but he made the wrong move there. And you should have at that point, if you're going to be a bad team and not make the playoffs or make the playoffs as an eight seed and lose in that first round, whatever it was, you might as well have just brought Wade back, never left him, let him go anywhere else, and lost that way instead of with Hassan Whiteside. Don't it call it horrible. a comeback because Pat is on the comeback. He made, he, you're right. He's he trying. Had a, he had a rough stretch. I love the Butler trade and, 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 the reason why is, as you said, you have to have something to Got sell, him. okay? And Got now, him a shiny object, and he's the shiny object now for the Heat. He's a shiny object, and if you guys uh, overachieve a little bit, maybe, or you guys put up a nice winning season, you get into the you know the playoffs. All of a sudden, you have something sellable. That's it. I mean, again, I don't know why anybody can't be sold the fact that when they're not playing on the court, their home is on some type of body of water. I mean the. Do you know how good the quality of life is when you yes. live in Florida? What's yes. wrong with you people? Your life is a vacation outside of the NBA court. Uh, God, let me sell it. I know I know Pat could do it. No, so, he can. Yeah, of course he could. So, And and now with Butler uh, fully aboard. It helps. And Dwayne Wade basically by your team helping out when it comes to recruiting players. And, also. and there, there are haters out there saying, you know, all you're doing is being stuck in the middle. Like people like the Big O that I'm reading on Twitter. Angry, grumpy, trust Riley. The people who are trusting Riley... Usually are, works out. It usually works out. And, and he built something here. There's a culture here that is here because of him. So, overall, I mean, listen, Jimmy Butler is going to be your guy. And, let, and he, he wants to, guy. He wants to be a star. That's right. Now let him be a star. That's it. Let's, Let's see, see what, what happens. happens with him. And that's a kind of NBA free agency in a nutshell there. All right. This was volume 28. Of the Chris Zach Dishman. And the, the Chris Dishman. And I like to say the Burt Blylevin edition of Zach and the Nose. We'll be back next week with our recap of Hawkman versus Crowder in the Fantasy Food League round two. And uh, we'll give you all our results on that and tell you who won uh, that contest as well. This is Zach and the Nose, volume 28. We'll talk to you next week. Happy Fourth of July. It's Zach and the Nose. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 